welcome to a There It Is podcast bonus episode, an episode to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Thanks so much for listening to us today. We have a really fun and great episode. It's a bonus to our previous episode, the episode that is about the Rolling Stones' greatest 200 singers of all time list, which we absolutely torched because it's so bad. And that chat went so long that I cut this portion out and just and making it this bonus episode. And I'm with the of the show boys, best friend of the show, Rob, and brother of the show, Trey. And we are talking about that Nepo Baby article, but we start off talking about Avatar briefly, the new Avatar film. Uh, we, we discuss that, and then we get into the Nepo Baby thing. And I really like that chat, so I hope you enjoy it. Let's just get right to it. Here's my chat with the of the show boys. Two topics I'd like to get these boys' opinions on. Just quick thoughts on before we hop into the main topic. Number one, Rob, have you seen the box office numbers for the new Avatar recently? Still, still I've been watching it every day. <laughs> <laughs> and Fair while point. you were right, so you had a prediction that it will never catch up to Top Gun Maverick. You're yes. accurate if you're thinking domestically, and I don't think it, it will. That's what I up. meant. That, okay. And again, that's what I meant because I know that I knew that Avatar would do really well internationally. Yeah. Whereas, um, why would Top Gun, a very Americana yeah, movie, do well? And, and in it China? and 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 it killed like the first Avatar killed there. I just right. didn't think I. You know, I think it's going to stall. It's it's doing a little bit better than I thought. Obviously, it's done better than Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, and worldwide, it is like. It's got 1.5, almost 70 million more uh, bucks. Um, but is that it's at oh, 1. oh, 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 you mean total? Okay, it's like one total. 5. It's got about 70 million more yeah. than Maverick it's made like has. a bill, it's like made like a billion overseas. But it's made 1.5 billion, and it's, worldwide, and it's crazy. To Maverick s- made 1.4. And I recognize it's crazy to say, oh, well, you know, 500 million is amazing, and it, it absolutely is. It's just that you're comparing it to one of the largest domestic box offices of all time. And so it's just that's what I was like. I don't think it'll get close. But that yeah. being said, it's done really well. It's now, done really well. And I, but I, I don't, I, yeah. I don't know, like adjusted gross. Like if you do adjusted gross and all that, if you get into a lot oh, of bullshit, for sure, yeah, you know, you get like that. But like, yeah. look, I, it's in whatever week it's in. It came out December sixteenth. It has made four hundred eighty-three million dollars domestically, and. Top Gun Maverick has made $718 million domestically. And you're just not going to see this much into its run. Avatar start pulling down $200 million more. Yeah. Not domestically. Yeah. I really thought that Megan was going to top it this weekend just because people love horror. And Megan did really well, but it mm-hmm. just didn't get there. I and also I just think it's hilarious that there's a horror movie named after my wife. I know. I was <laughs> about to say, like, you're saying it, Megan, which I'm not sure if that's how they the Is character that not how they say it? Name. I really don't know. I don't either. It looks I, I know like, that's how your wife Megan says it. She, and, yeah. Well, she says I'm like, oh, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> And the second thing I wanted quick thoughts on, and maybe you haven't really done a deep dive into this, but what do you think about this whole Nepo baby piece that Vulture put out since people are still talking about it? Trey, you got a thought on it? Rob, you got a thought on it? Uh, I guess I'll start since you said my name first. <laughs> it's nepotism. 
I that's didn't nepo- read. That's nepotism. <laughs> Ba-dum-bum. So yesterday was the first day I actually read the article, but when it first came out is when I was seeing the conversation about it. Mm-hmm. I It's actually not as dumb an article as I thought based on headlines and, and the conversation mm-hmm. at the time. But, you know, it's still, they're largely just grouping anybody who's Who got the same last night. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. you know, they the, so the article, what makes it not as dumb as I thought it was going to be, is they at least recognize that there's nuance, that some kids actually have talent, but mm-hmm. the article is still largely lumping everyone together regardless. Which I think yeah. does a, such a disservice to what could have been a decent conversation, and that's why I kind of wanted to bring this up. I mean, they have Ben Platt on the cover of that story, and it's like, I don't know who his parents are i still don't know who his parents are and that dude's crazy talented when we talk about nepotism my understanding was nepotism was when some guy hired his nephew or his son for a high position that they did not have the experience or know-how for and ben platt is too good he is too skilled to put in that category and they use him as a literal cover child of this topic. And I feel like that did a real disservice to it. And to John David reason. Washington. and Right. I mean, like you're supposed to nepotism is a problem when it's someone who's got a job they're not good for. But that's not the people that they are using in large part to put that article out there. And I think that did a real disservice. And I saw this model on tiktok because justina will show me tiktoks and she shared this with me and this model was saying getting ahead in the entertainment industry is a ladder it is a ladder and some people are higher on that ladder for different reasons than others some it's because who their parents are and some it might just be because of how they look or you know right place right time whatever but the point that she made that i really liked was that instead She said, instead of looking up at who's ahead of us on the ladder and trying to bring them down, we should be looking down and trying to bring people up. And I I Mm -hmm. feel like that Mm -hmm. article really missed it when it came to that. And and the best commentary I saw was on Twitter and TikTok of people who don't have a job writing for Vulture or any mag talking about that article. And that, to me... Is the real disservice. I just have a problem when I see articles that are written and the average person has a better take. Yeah. It's like this person maybe wants to have that job and they're struggling to get it and they don't have that job. But this person who wrote it is not very good at it because these average everyday people have more thoughtful points to make on this subject that this person supposedly researched. So I I just I didn't like the article for that reason. I'm curious on, on your point, Jason. Obviously, this went very viral. And as you said, people are still talking about it. So was it kind of purposefully not written? Well, because because the way the take that they had probably is more viral than the thoughtful take and yeah. well written article would have been. I think that's. A very likely point for several reasons when I was actually mentioning the people that they used as as the covered child children for this piece, they're big name people. So they want to 
put that in the SEO so people find the article or look at it. And I just, I don't like that. <laughs> I, I, I think that is probably what they did. And it's very similar to sports analysts who have hot takes that they know are just going to cause a fire storm. And that's why they're saying it. That's what a lot of people do on Twitter. And I think that that is dumbing down America and I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and I guess there's just a lot of the arguments for it. Cause it's like, well, if you grew up around, I mean, I just like literally in point, I worked for the same company my father worked for. Mm -hmm. My father got me the interview. Like I've worked there for 12 years now. It's not because he like was the president of the company or anything. He wasn't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So yeah, clearly. So uh, not a billionaire, but, (laughs) but you know, I mean, it's like, a lot of people go into like what their parents did. Like it's not right. like unusual. It's very common. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like, it, yeah, it's like if you are you going to like go to the doctor and be like, yeah, my father was a doctor. Oh, well, then <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. trust I mean, you. that was that was yeah. the problem with the way their framing yeah. of the article, right? That yeah. it's mm-hmm. that, oh, what's the deal with all these Nepo babies? It's yeah, the, what's the deal? Oh, oh there's a big shock here what? that people who are around wow. movie sets and TV sets and do it? recording <laughs> studios then get involved in that. Oh, oh gee, gosh, like, that is so crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, I got like... a friend who owns a tea shop in Greenville and her youngest son has pulled a shift. What? what what how how could oh, that possibly yeah happen? i mean i know like i know a guy who was like extremely successful plumber because his dad had a plumbing business <gasps> oh my gosh <laughs> like i can't believe you <laughs> right. let his son take it over. like and obviously like parents like if you have a passion for something and your kid like i mean just as a parent like if when my son likes anything that i like it's like the greatest thing in the world yeah and, like also my son yeah. says he wants he wants to do the same thing i do and i'm like no you don't because i <laughs> <laughs> I don't work. I don't work for you to do what I do. <laughs> so like, I love yeah. you, son, but no, you're not working there. <laughs> right. And also like, you know, just, it's not even just that they are around it. Think about the people they are around. You know what I mean? Like what if Paltrow is a, a great actress? Also her parents were friends with Spielberg. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to be a really great mentor. And when Steven Spielberg is your mentor or is giving you some advice, you're going to have a leg up. And, yes, that's because of who your parents are. But, I mean, why are we going to crap on anybody about that? It just doesn't make sense. I mean, really, a great film, recent one, was Licorice Pizza. Yeah. And there's a lot, a lot of Nepo babies in that. (laughs) You know, there's a lot. Yeah. And, and and Paul Thomas Anderson grew up around in the industry. Yeah. And he his dad was involved and like he grew I mean, he heard all of these stories as a young kid and like Gary Valentine's character was based off of what is his real name? Gary it's know. Getsman or something. The, the Tom Hanks' okay. producing partner. Like mm, that's okay. yeah, like that's who Gary Valentine was based on. Oh, interesting. And it's a lot of his true stories like went into the movie. But you know, like I mean, it's just like it was so common in LA. And this was the seventies when stuff like yeah. this. And like it's just so common and like mm-hmm. it's just a, it's an industry and people forget yeah. and a lot of people like stick with the industry they know and so mm-hmm. right yeah. right and you'll get excited about it because you're around it yeah but it's just ridiculous like oh why is Derek trucks a good musician i, oh, I don't know if it has no, anything no. to do with his dad <laughs> being also a good 
like if you're around musicians, you're going to learn. He was a drummer. He was a drummer, but yeah. But still, he was around musicians. No, but Greg Allman was his, yeah, or, you know, Dwayne was his Sure, but like, that's what I'm saying. Godfather. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. He's around these great musicians because his dad was a famous musician. Prince's dad and Michael Jackson's dad, they were musicians, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's like, like not that unusual. Yeah. It's not the big what that they made it out to be. One of yeah. the few good points that they made that was kind of buried in all of the other just hot take stuff was if you are getting the the because mm-hmm. of nepotism, but you suck, yeah. it's going to pretty much stop right there. Exactly. Like, like the talent is going to keep you going. And, and to extend the exactly. metaphor to Rob with Rob getting the interview because of his dad, if Rob yeah. sucked at the job, he wouldn't still be there. No. Yeah, exactly. Right. You don't exactly. Last with the- you don't last with a major company for 12 years and suck, you know, it's right. like, but like, yeah, like, well, and the only, the only case I can think of where it was obvious nepotism, it was a bad decision was Francis Ford Coppola using gonna mention Sophia Coppola, Sophia and Coppola who is, I, and I will say Sophia Coppola is an amazing director, an amazing director, extremely talented woman, terrible actress and, and i will you, i understand the caveat that well, because Winona Ryder, Ryder backed out and backed like at a last minute minute and so he went with somebody her. i get it i get it i, I, I get, get it. it i get that it would but... be a hard shoe to fill regardless of you had acted before yeah. or not simply because it's the godfather three yeah and, you know and i like, understand the there's pressure a lot of, that of situation there's a lot of other problems with that movie and stuff although just just I will ride or die for Andy Garcia and Godfather Part Three. Just he is so good in that. Me too. <laughs> I will ride or die. Honestly, I yeah. do too. I don't know if you know this, but I that, no, 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 because we've referenced. We've Have referenced, we what before? Am I do with this guy. Yeah. I love that. Oh I love God, it. I love. I love Andy Garcia in that movie. He's, I, he's one of my favorite actors. But he's one of my. I, I, I thought you were going to use After Earth as your example. Oh God. Oh, oh God, Jaden's bad. <laughs> oh, just well, yeah, and like Willow's not even better. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah. Yeah, I don't. We don't need a dog on the on the Smiths. But I don't want like, a dog at anybody, but like, yeah, you yeah, know, I get it. You know, well, Jaden was good as a child actor yeah, in Pursuit happiness. of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. I thought he was really good in that. But mm-hmm. hold on, excuse me. Wait, wait, where's my five dollars? Wait, where's my? Five <laughs> uh, deep cut reference. But you know, our dad has said a few times when he's seen Ellen, because he doesn't like Ellen DeGeneres, he's like, oh, I think she's someone who's just gotten real lucky. I'm like, she's been around 30 plus years. You don't get multiple shows and get lucky. You don't. You don't. You can get lucky in getting in front of the booker for the Tonight Show. You can maybe get lucky enough to get on the Tonight Show, but it was harder in the 80s. So that's doubtful. Yeah. That if they saw you, and you weren't good, but for some reason you had a lucky night, you would still end up on it. That's not how booking works. But let's no. just say for sake of argument, she got on there out of luck. All the other stuff, she has to be able to deliver. She's got to be able to deliver enough to get the attention, to get the sitcom, to after the getting the sitcom, to just absolutely crush and finding mm-hmm. Nemo. To day after day do as well as she has with her talk show. That ain't luck. No. At some point, you got to give that person credit for being able to sustain that that and, level of, of delivery. And I think there's a common thought in our society that like if we don't like it and we don't think it's good, 
then it's bad. Like, yeah, I I, I, and like, I give you an example. It's like, I'm not like, I loved Adam Sandler and I like, I still love Adam Sandler. I love Adam Sandler, but he's made a lot of shit movies and I don't like, a, like, I'll give you an example. Like one of my friends absolutely love just go with it. The one with Jennifer Aniston when they're in Hawaii. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I hated that movie. I thought it was terrible. And then like, and like somebody else was telling me how much they liked it. And then my sister was telling me how much she liked it. <laughs> Because there's always like you you assume like your sense of humor is king and like mm-hmm. what you like is what people like, but it's not because Kevin James has had more than one <laughs> show and I think he's terrible, but people love him. And there's you know, so it's like I've made that point with Kid Rock. I may hate his music. I may hate it. And a lot of it is objectively bad. Yes. But he has consistently been able to get the attention of his audience and yes. get them coming back. And yep. that is huge. And the one, I would say the biggest part of having a career in entertainment, because yeah. you have to be able to consistently get your audience's attention. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, that's when you're not good. So yeah. like, say what you want about Creed, but number one, they, for a few years, got some attention. Say what you want about um, Nickelback. Nickelback. Say what you want about them. But it is hard for those musicians in that band to perform on the level that they're performing at. No, um, yeah, I and mean... And to consistently have been able to get people's attention. Yeah. I don't like any of their music, but they have gotten people's attention a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like Barry Manilow. Like, I would never... You couldn't pay me to go see Barry Manilow in concert, <laughs> but I respect the fact that he has a huge audience and people right. like him. He writes the songs and makes the homework. Oh, Rob. I mean, I've always Smart. wanted to go to the Coco Cabana, but <laughs> yeah, I know more. I know more. Mandy. Yeah, Mandy. Yeah, I would have sung about Mandy too. You know what? Neither Kid Rock nor Barry Manilow made that <laughs> that list. The, the, oh, this, this is what you call oh, a segue. Oh, segue. After that absolute chef kiss of a segue, we went into our discussion about the Rolling Stones article. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, check it out. It's still in the feed. Shouldn't be the very last thing in the feed. We do have a brand new episode coming tomorrow, so be on the lookout for that as well. It'll be an episode about resolutions. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod and subscribe to our YouTube channel at There It Is and follow me on on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at Jason Far Jokes and Instagram at Jason Far Picks. And on Facebook at Jason Far Actor Comedian. It's really long. You don't have to follow me there. Also, subscribe to our Comedy Lifestyle newsletter and support us if you can. We have a Patreon and a PayPal. Go to thereitispod.com for newsletter and support info. Links in bio. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr.